I, I got you. I, I got forgot you. how to do this. <laughs> Welcome to One Foot on the Ground. Welcome. Yeah, this is Johnny. This is Ashley. And today and we have uh, a special guest, Erica. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Erica. <laughs> Hi. Erica is one of our oldest and dearest friends. Not to say she's old. No, no, no. He's, I'm he's, old. He's it's okay. Too. You can say it. Yeah. We... <laughs> We like to age people on our podcast. Uh, <laughs> every time we have a third person, I always feel like we're that radio show from SNL with Anna Gastar and who was it? Kristen Wiig or who was it with her? Was it Anna Gastar? Maybe it wasn't even her. It, it was Anna Gastar. It was not Kristen Wiig. They were not. Was Kristen not the there yet? decade no oh no okay no it was molly shannon molly Sh- there you go oh yes <laughs> thank you oh poor molly oh i'm sorry molly i apologize i know you're listening she's well listening. now you just aged all of those women <laughs> sorry we keep saying aged and it just makes me think of like barrel aged like wine or bourbon yeah. yes yes it <laughs> is it's also or, funny or that meat. you mentioned that because and i guess sires and one of the movies we're talking she about she is she is that's probably why no i'm just kidding um <laughs> no, i was way. excited about that though when i rewatched it i was like oh i forgot about that um so we are doing a double feature today of two lovely films for the holidays one is called um oh shit what is i don't remember the movies Happy season Happiest from season 2020 from 2020 and we have single all the way <laughs> from 2021. 2021 um now i have to say w- w- was um ha- what is it called happiest season <laughs> yeah John, <laughs> literally literally said we such a morning. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how hard it was for me to even figure out what i had to imdb Kristen Stewart to find out what movie I had to watch because I was like I cannot remember the name of this movie. Didn't you pick it? I did, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. I cannot remember anything, and it took me forever to figure it out. And even Kristen Stewart was hard for me to look up because I spelled her name wrong, and I was like, so I had to look up Spencer because I knew she was in that. So <laughs> wow, I had to reverse engineer IMDb just to find out what this movie was. <laughs> No, but, no, it wasn't IMDb. It was like your brain, your your notes. Yeah, I, <laughs> horrible. Um, where was I going with any of that? Oh, single all the way. Twenty. Oh no, ha- happiest holiday, whatever it's called, season. <laughs> season, John. Oh my god. Whatever, it's a movie. Um, I forgot what I was going to say again. What is wrong with me? Um shit oh isn't a well, Hulu is movie well. like what is the the platform that that was on because i know it was like hulu, it's on hulu yeah. but is it a hulu film i don't think it was a hulu film i could have sworn uh, it was netflix they sold to hulu 
No, it's not a Netflix film. Well, yeah, no. I think it's this was a movie Hulu. that was supposed to drop in theaters in 2020, and yeah, it did. And it I came think out. they just like sold streaming rights to like like an exclusive right to Hulu. Oh, okay. But I don't think it's a Hulu movie. Yeah, I wasn't sure, and that was another reason I was IMDbing it because I was searching all the platforms. Like, where is this damn movie? And <laughs> it turns out it was on Hulu. What? Do you have uh, your letterbox set up with your streaming services? Oh, I don't know. It'll, the, yeah, it tells like you where to watch. streaming on letterbox. Well, yeah. I mean, I had the IMDb at first just to figure out what it was called. Oh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's under popular this week as well. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so anyway, so we can talk about, I guess, um, that one first. Uh, happiest season we're gonna discuss happiest season first because we typically uh do the movie that came out earliest yes um so we'll start with that one um so what is it about what was it about (laughs) i guess erica (laughs) erica okay what's it about yeah because oh okay um it is about uh two women uh we've got Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Look at you. And they are a couple. Are they living in Chicago? Is that where? Why do I think Chicago? Oh, I don't matter. know. Uh, Wherever don't know. they live. Where, where, but... Where's Candy Cane Lane? It wasn't Candy Cane Lane, was it? No, it was Peppermint Lane. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Was it Candy Cane Lane? It was. It was Candy Cane Lane. Oh. <laughs> Well, I guess it doesn't matter, but they are a couple and it's the holiday season and Mackenzie Davis's uh, character named Harper, I think. Yes. Um, she wants uh, Kristen Davis to go home with her for the holidays to visit her family. Um, and then on the way there, she finds out that Abby, Kristen Davis finds out that Harper is not out to her family and that she has to now hide the fact that they're in a relationship. And furthermore, when they get there, she has to also hide the fact that she is also gay. Um, And it just kind of unravels from there. Um, Yeah, and uh, they, uh, well, she also, it also spoils her proposal plans. Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot she was going to do that. Right. Oh yeah. Which um Dan Levy, 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 Levy. 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 He was adamantly yeah. against <clears throat> no right. marriage for you. Yeah. Um not that he didn't support their their loving relationship. But he didn't believe in marriage. Um this has a fantastic cast by the way. Yeah. All these people are amazing and I I must have noticed this when I watched it the first time last year, but obviously my brain doesn't work, but Clea Duvall like wrote and directed this. And yeah. I was like, what? Like she even came up yeah. with that story. What? I love that. Well, she wrote it with uh, Molly, the, the sister, the awesome sister. Jane. Not, yeah. uh, what's her name? Not, Not Alison Green, but the Green. other one. Alone. Yeah, Jane. Yeah, Jane. 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 We're gonna talk about yeah. Jane. I love Jane. 
she's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, she was a writer on it, too. She was a co-writer on it. See, I feel like I did know that. I feel like I knew that last year when I was <laughs> Googling, when I watched it last yeah. year. Um, yeah, I was excited about this movie when it premiered on the Hulus, I suppose. Um, and we watched it, like, the day it came out. It was very exciting. It was like, ooh, lesbians for Christmas. It was lovely. Yeah, it... uh. It received a lot of like hate because it still included people uh, coming out. Yeah, it's like, like central it's all, plot. Like, there's so many, yeah, mm-hmm. which kind of a a drag. Um, but it's still a suit. We don't have a lot. We don't have a lot of queer holiday movies, so it's still at the top of those charts. It's still popular. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Are. I really liked it when we first watched it. Uh, I don't know if that was because it was the we were still in lockdown sort of vibes and all of that. But this time when I watched it this year, I've watched it twice this year. I, I didn't enjoy it as much. I don't know really why. <laughs> but the first time, I don't know, the first time I was like, yeah, that was a good movie. Bravo. And now I'm like, mm, okay, we could have done better. <laughs> yeah i kind yeah, of I, agree yeah i kind of agree um like last year i remember loving it a lot this year when i watched it i was like well i i, I still got kind of emotional for parts of it but mm-hmm. i kept thinking like this is not as good as i remember <laughs> do you think that it's because the first time we all had hope that Kristen stewart would get with aubrey plaza instead yes so the second time uh, you watch yes. it you know you know that's not how it ends and you're i 100 less invested. think that's why <laughs> yes because aubrey's um, so hot it's like and they match so much better i yeah. don't understand yeah. the end of this movie i well it's yeah we can't like shame i mean like it's also hard to come out for some people i guess but I, you know, I don't think it's just the fact that they that she hadn't come out yet. It's that she was lying she was to toxic. her all throughout their relationship. Like she didn't include her ex boyfriend in her stories that she told her of her past. She would just leave him out. She didn't tell her that she outed Aubrey, or did she? She Maybe did. She did, but yeah, she did. Like that's rude. But those are red flags, man. <laughs> Yeah, she's not a really great character, like in the 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 scheme of things. Yeah, right. and I feel like Kristen Stewart was duped. <clears throat> yeah, and she totally should have well, gone Kristen for Aubrey. Stewart Aubrey, was like Aubrey forgave like a lot. Yeah, she was like, "I'm mad," and Harper was like, "I'm sorry," and she's like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's pretty passive in a lot of this. Yeah, I agree. Um, I what was I gonna say? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I did love Aud- Aubrey Plaza's um, performance in this. I thought it was unique, like it was different from what we're used to seeing her do. Right, and I thought I she agree. pulled it off beautifully. Like, and that's I think another reason that it was kind of disappointing. <laughs> it wasn't like, <laughs> oh, it should have been with her because she, <laughs> she was great. She was just so much fun. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the few moments we have Aubrey Plaza, like on screen, like we're invested. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, where everyone else, like, it's like, well, and it, it, it doesn't even feel like it was just her performance. It like, I think that like the director wanted us to fall in love with like Aubrey Plaza's character, you know, and yeah. right. like see a spark between them. But I think they did too good of a job and the movie should have just been like that vibe the whole way yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I also, I, I'm writing, I'm looking at my notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, Clea Duvall was my first note. My second note was when the mom asked Abby to take a picture. I Ugh. hate this so much. And <laughs> first of all, like I have to say Mary Steenburgen in this, she wasn't very likable for most of it. And I was like, that's really weird for her. Cause I love her. So I was like, oh, stop it. Ew. Um, but she she asked her to take this damn picture and then judged all the pictures that she took harshly and rudely and said, none of these are usable. And I absolutely hate this. And I hate it for multiple reasons. But one of them is because people do this to people in real life all the time. This happens to me all the time, especially if I go out for like pride or something and the gays all want me to take a picture of them. And I'm like, well, thanks. I don't, you know, want to be in your pictures anyway, but, (laughs) but at the same time, it's like, then they judge and then somebody else has to come in and do it for them because I'm not doing a good enough job. And I'm like, then don't ask me to take your damn picture. I didn't want to take in the first place. You have to be all judgy and bitchy about it. Like, F you. I hated that. <laughs> well, I mean, a in lot general, of the parents, the parents in this movie were awful. God awful yeah. people. Yeah, yeah they were like, they, they would great. constantly interrupt her every time Abby would talk to them. She was trying to be, you know, friendly and get to know them. And every time they would just kind of just cut her off or start talking about something random. You know what I mean? It was just really shitty behavior. <laughs> parent in a movie you know it really was it really was and i think that's another reason that it's like why didn't she end up with aubrey because (laughs) like even her family it's like you have to deal with these people again later they're gonna be just as shitty i mean maybe not when they know that you're in love i guess i don't know maybe they're different afterwards but (laughs) it's like they're certainly not very good people to random strangers that come into their home to enjoy the holidays with them like it was kind of weird and then uh, i mean i know it was supposed to be funny for parts of it but like the whole oh she's an orphan and that whole weird thing that everybody did with her and was like what this is really strange yeah Um, they they kept bringing that up i did love how weird the family was though even though they're fucked up i liked how weird they were like everybody was weird and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I like I like the weirdness of the people. Um, but Jane, Jane is my favorite and I love her so much. Um, yeah. And I felt, I felt for her character more than any other ones. Because I was like, absolutely, this is, this is the one. She's so fantastic. And of course yeah, she would and- be the one that they're like, oh yeah, that's Jane. <laughs> like shut up she's they're super dismissive of her like even even in the beginning when she was talking about her book and like she was like she wasn't being like dorky or whatever she was talking like very cleanly 
about like this world and these ideas and this and that that the like she's been working years on and is proud of and they're like oh how, how could it take so long to like like to create a fantasy or something and she's like um it's like way more difficult than you think you know like, but it takes a like, long time to create world. Like, Ugh, get yeah, fucked. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah she had some of the she also like hints at that behavior from her family and just some of her her own dialogue like when she says um like they're in the car with the kids and she, like let me know if you need room I can make myself real small <laughs> says that with the kids on both yeah. sides of her it's like what <laughs> that's such a good line because clearly she's been doing that her whole life is making right. herself real small and then there's like the fact that she her bedroom was in the basement because she had night terrors <laughs> she didn't want to disturb her family right and then they had Aww. to like remove the lock because she was scared they were going to lock her in the room <laughs> like that's hilarious yeah, all but... that stuff is hilarious and sad and dark <laughs> <laughs> i agree i agree <laughs> that poor thing yeah, like so and we have such a clean wrap-up at the this of this flick where like you know like like we can get more into it but like sharper's like okay i'm gay i'm with this this woman uh, abby or whoever and they're like mm, <laughs> we'll reflect for about 10 minutes and everything seems to be fine but meanwhile at the beginning they're like lifestyle choice about aubrey plaza and that's like a uh, gross you're telling me these people were just like oh my bad yeah they do a complete 180 when when she, when she actually comes out and they're all of a sudden like reflecting on their their behaviors all this time like <laughs> they have a conversation the mom and dad about their behavior and how this is spilled over into their children's lives like all this focus because we haven't mentioned that the father is running for mayor of the oh, town right. and it's, it's all about him him and his image and then right his family which is part of the reason why why she was upset about the photos too that abby was taking because she needed it for his political instagram you know all of this is like everything is about image and yeah. as soon as she comes out and you know because they have this epic meltdown at the end of the movie because we also haven't mentioned sloan the other sister played by allison brie she is in a failing marriage and also doesn't want to tell her parents this because it would derail his campaign and all that it would be bad for all of that. And so all of that comes out in one big epic fight, including they smash Jane's beautiful painting that she makes for the white elephant party that they're throwing. And but then they have this coming together and it's just like all of a sudden they're like oh we've been terrible people all of this time to our children no wonder they're so fucked up it's like how did how, why did it take this to happen for you to realize that yeah, exactly this is, this is an obvious thing i just I, I still can't believe that i mean obviously it's a movie and it's written this way but in real life would anybody actually take a painting and do that like you know what i mean like break it over somebody's head like 
I just, I mean, I that would never be a thought and... in my head to do. I mean, obviously I'm an artist, so I guess maybe you think, I'm you think different. differently about it. But I mean, is that something either of you would do? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like in the heat of yeah. the moment, I'm going to scrap yeah, a little fight with my sister. Me? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, but the problem is, is the reason that they, obviously that they do that is just to show that everyone doesn't really care about the things that Jane spends so much time on. You know, it's Which, another uh, hit against Jane that they don't even care that she made this beautiful painting. They're just mm-hmm. going to destroy it. Who cares? It's just Jane. Seriously. Oh, I hated that. Well, I also didn't like Anna Gastar. She was kind of a shitty character in this too. She yeah. was the one that they were trying to impress so that she would give them, mm-hmm. I guess, money to help with the campaign. And so they were all trying to impress her. And when she opened that as a gift, she's like, what is this? And I'm like, ma'am, it's a painting of Main Street. Like, I, I, why do you act It's not like an abstract is... painting. It, no, it's, it's not like it was something where you needed to have it interpreted. It was a wonderful piece of art by this girl that spent time doing it. Like, how dare you act like that about it? You fucking pretentious bitch. I mean, oh, it just made me so mad. I mean, obviously, I know it's supposed to be funny, but <laughs> it pissed me off. Yeah, Bitch. I didn't like the parts where they're like, where the family is like digging at Jane. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a fan. No, you know, it's supposed no. to be funny, but I was like, I relate to Jane. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I love, love it. Um, also, in my notes is the leopard wallpaper (laughs) (laughs) it's like when uh kristen stewart is brushing her teeth and texting her lady friend and she's in front of this wallpaper and i just love that wallpaper so i just wanted i don't even remember seeing that wallpaper (laughs) (laughs) i actually did like i put leopard and i was unsure i was like maybe it's not a leopard <laughs> leopard question mark question mark <laughs> there's well, also it had a striped tail but it had spots so i was like i don't know maybe it's not a leopard anyway oh it's um, i it's it's a uh, it is it's a uh, it's leopards um it's not a leopard print it's like leopards like oh yeah it's 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 actual leopards yeah Yeah. it's not like ugly it's like on like a a, like a seafoam green or something yeah it's lovely it's lovely wallpaper yeah if you're going to get wallpaper that's a good choice it was a nice one i dug it anyway i'm sorry (laughs) um i only have one other note uh, because we already brought up that we all love audrey plaza in this um I love Aubrey Plaza and anything. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I love her. Same. <laughs> um, Jinx, Monsoon, and Ben de la Creme were the drag queens in this movie. And oh, um, yeah. I fucking love them. They also have um, a Christmas special um, that's on shit. Maybe Hulu? I think it might be Hulu. Um but it was a big deal because it was uh, Ben de la Creme is the one that wrote it and directed it. And he is amazingly talented. Um, so I highly recommend watching that Christmas special, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. Very, very funny. Um, 
but I love them. I love both of them. I uh, Jinx is the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. I can't remember what season. Um, and Alaska and her were the last two. Like the the well, I think there might have been three. I don't know, but Alaska and Jinx were the ones that we wanted to vote for. Um, anyway, Jinx won, and Ben de la Creme did not win her season. But she did come back for All-Stars and would have won, but she voted herself out. And it was a big, dramatic deal. Anyway, I know nobody cares, but I just want to bring that up. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm a fan of both. Um, So, yeah, um, I was happy to see them in this movie. Uh, Also, Michelle Buteau was in this movie, and I definitely think she should have had a much much bigger part he played the uh the christmas lights tour guide in the very beginning oh okay she's hilarious and i wish she was in a larger role she was funny like that whole tour was hysterical yeah as brief as it was (laughs) like bringing up the death toll for christmas trees (laughs) was also brief which one i said dan levy was also like brief it seemed yeah he was the reason I actually really wanted to watch it um, because I love him. And I had obviously watched shit squeak and was like, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Erica! <laughs> what? Did I say something wrong? No, <laughs> no. Erica shot us a text and broke John's train of thought. <laughs> I was trying to be. I was trying to do it behind the scenes, man. No, I know. Uh, yeah, but then it was just like cut. Okay, so real quick, Zoom is saying only have eight minutes left on my my meeting time. <laughs> Yeah, what is and that? I don't know what we to do about that, that because it's, I'm an ancient yeah, woman. It's it's you know what we we can just end this segment. We can wrap it up now and then um, do the thing and uh, do another do another thing. session for the second part. Right. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> right. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. <laughs> Um, I also yeah. want to I, I want to point out that Dan Levy killed the fish that he was supposed to be pet sitting for Kristen Stewart's character. Oh, I <laughs> love that new fish. Love that. Was a great part. Yeah, that was funny. I like that little side story. <laughs> and it ends very great with with Jane reading uh, the opening chapter of her finished. YA successful novel book and Dan Levy is like her her publicist and all of that and it's very cute because they're all being super supportive of her so she ends up being the best character like we already thought and she was a New York uh, Times bestseller yeah heck yeah bitch what? I love that I love that so much um I'm glad you brought that up that's a good point um yeah so anyway um uh, so you liked it the first time didn't like it so much the next time how do you feel about it now would you still recommend it to people 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a, I think it's still a generally fun movie. Um, it just has some parts that I would rather it didn't with the unsupportive family. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I mean, it's a movie, so they gotta, they gotta do have, something have somewhere. Conflict. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I would still recommend recommend it. Yeah, I think I'll probably want to see it every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as far as holiday movies go, it's pretty good. Pretty good for that. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I liked it. What would you rate it? Who are we rating things? Uh, Yes, of course we are. Six. Six toes? Yeah. I say six. Five toes. I would say... um, yeah, six. Six is good. Six toes. Um, cool. Huh? I said six across the board. Six. Six. Well, six I, I, I dropped it to a 5.5. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, no. In, Gotta in be different. Of, in the spirit of Satan, 666. Oh, there you go. Oh, Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Satan. We love you. Okay, so uh, we'll take a brief right. break and we will come back with more. I feel like we're in a commercial break. <laughs> Join and... us after the break. <laughs> we need sponsors, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Satan, bring you all the terror for this holiday season. 666. <laughs> I'm ending this meeting now. My back hurts so bad. Doodly doo. What? What? Doodly do. Doodly do. Doodly do. So welcome back. Welcome back from the break that we took. We're still here with Erica and we are talking about holiday films. These two films, both alike in dignity. So the second film that we did that we watched was Single All the Way from 2021. Uh, this stars a lot of peoples and they're all lovely there is um a Shit's creek connection here and i didn't realize that until today uh the last film that we watched was of course had dan levy in it levy 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 so we discussed this already (laughs) (laughs) and uh this one has Another person from the show. I I do not remember her name, and I feel like shit. It's Jennifer that. Robertson. Thank you. She plays Jocelyn. Oh, I fucking love her. She was in something else I was watching, but I don't think I ever finished it, or maybe I did. It was a show. No, I didn't finish mm-hmm. it. I didn't think I liked it very much, but I liked her in it. Um, it was about some young Southern mother or something with like a teenage daughter um and weird things ensue i think there was a murder maybe i don't know um anyway mur- murder <laughs> it was a murder i'll watch uh, it if there's murder in it yeah there was totally murder in it i can't remember what it was called it was it's on netflix show who cares whatever that's not what we're discussing today um so single all the way uh it also stars um I don't know any of these people's names. The only people I know for fact are Jennifer Coolidge 
and Kathy and Jimmy. And that's because I fucking love them. Um, <laughs> which we're going to talk about that in a moment as well. But it stars Michael Yuri. Is that how you say mm-hmm. his name? Yuri? Yeah. Um, and Philemon Chambers. Philemon? Am I saying that right? Philemon? Sure. Philemon? Uh, he is very handsome, uh, by the way. I mean, I always thought that Michael Yuri was very attractive as well. Uh, he, of course, was on Ugly Betty that we all loved and watched. Okay. The, the, uh, mm-hmm. There was a, um, like, when we opened this movie, it has the dude who played uh, the gay male assistant to uh, the head woman of a fashion magazine um, in Ugly Betty. And then the other gay man who play uh, who played the gay male assistant to the head of fashion magazine Jacqueline in a bold type, and I was like, "This is super weird," because those are the only two things I know these dudes from, and they they're together. And I was like, "Is this a crossover?" Because uh, they were also like on a photo set for some or a fashion shoot for some yeah. magazine. I did not know that. Um, I don't know the other thing that you were talking about. The bold type. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? Is it a show? Yeah, it's it's a it's another like show where that follows uh three women that work at this uh fashion magazine. Oh, kind of like Ugly Betty, except they're all super fashionable. Oh, so boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I thought I thought it was like it was way better than I was expecting it to be. I didn't finish Ugly Betty, but I guess the bold type only had like a couple seasons. You didn't finish Ugly Betty? Ugly Betty? Went on for oh, a while. I loved Ugly Betty. I no, didn't like how they ended Ugly Betty, though. I, as far as I remember. Or did I? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I didn't I finish it, it either. Oh, you did? I, I liked it. I remember liking Ugly Betty, but I never finished it. I don't even know how many seasons I got into. Um, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Erica recommended it to me. <laughs> so I just. <laughs> thought you had seen the whole thing uh, no. <laughs> that's hysterical and it's funny too because i i watched what was it i think it was superstore that i was watching and i was just bored one day and decided to watch that and i loved it and then it turned out america uh, ferrera is that her yeah. name uh mm-hmm. she was on this ugly betty show and vanessa williams was also in it and i was like well i don't understand why i'm not watching it so i watched it you watch superstore for watching Ugly Betty, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, dude, I, I was I, watching it when it was getting aired, and I think that that's why I didn't finish. Oh you no, know, I, I watched just it like oh, I'm not trying. I don't. I don't care enough to keep up. I like, binged uh, it. I I binged it. Well, Superstore was still currently airing when I watched Ugly Betty because I ran out of Superstore because they weren't putting new episodes out yet. So I had to find something to do. So I watched Ugly Betty. Um, I loved it. I, I, I think it ended weird, though, if I can remember correctly. Like something, she she went off and did something else and was beautiful, of course, you know, at the end. I mean, she was beautiful anyway. But, you know, they all just thought she was ugly, which I thought was stupid. I was like, just because she has braces? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, yeah. kind of like the Devil Wears Prada. Actually, it was a lot like the Devil Wears Prada. But, um 
they came out around the same time. There was a yeah. lot of comparisons. Yeah, obviously, I mean, it makes sense. But yeah. even that, like, because you know, did anybody ever think Anne Hathaway was unattractive? No, I <laughs> like so stupid. Uh, <laughs> or like, what was it? She's all that. She took her glasses. She's off. all that. Yeah. And um, I watched the new and one. her ponytail. Oh yeah, that's right. She had a ponytail. Oh, that ugly ponytail. It's almost like in Sex and the City when Charlotte is being flirted with by an attractive dude or whatever. And she's like, but I'm wearing my glasses. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> but I'm wearing my glasses. And she said she that said later to Harry. the girl. Doesn't she say that's a Harry? She might yeah. actually. I think yeah. she does. Yeah. Later. But she does do it to that guy too. It was the one that was, they were confused because she thought he was gay. And he turns oh. out he wasn't, he was a pastry chef from Chelsea. Yeah. Um, they went to the opera together. Anyway, not the point. He listened to Cher <laughs> while they had sex. Like that was weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, not the point. So <laughs> single all the way is the movie we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, what is it about? Any of these other things, I'm sorry. Yeah, what is this movie about? Um, I'll go, I'll, I'll take it from there. So this okay. one is about um, gay men. No, I'm just, and <laughs> that's it. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about a, a, a gay guy that is um, terrible with relationships and he has to go to home for the holidays to see his family. And he's so excited because he finally has a, a boyfriend to bring home but then then finds out that his boyfriend is married with children and has to end his relationship with that man before he can go home for the holidays and he decides to bring his best friend that he lives with his roommate uh with him for the holidays and they're going to pretend like he's his boyfriend finally like oh we finally ended up together blah 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 and um then they get there and chaos ensues um <laughs> yeah, best friend doesn't uphold his end of the he bargain. does not uphold his end of the bargain because his mom immediately wants to set him up with somebody um for a date and since she already knew who his best friend was she just brought it up right in front of him and then the best friend broke the promise and let him go on the date um and you know things happen things happen uh but eventually of course the lead two characters realize they love each other and fall in love and have babies maybe i don't know um but it's a fantastic movie uh i really 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 liked this one and i don't know if it's just because i'm gay and sad or something but i thought it was quite lovely it it was it was nice it just um yeah, it was go all the way is a happy season but with gay dudes and nobody has to come out like everyone's already out they're in a oh, yeah, small everybody's town out. Everybody's out. and it's right. not a problem that they're gay there's just so few queer people you know yeah which yeah. i thought that was nice um but sometimes some of the i mean in happiest season also suffered from like just like holiday dialogue is like very like i don't know like he's he just kept being like my family my family oh i miss my family i love my family it seemed like he was saying very limited too much yeah like it was just the same things yeah i was like i get it um, you like your family 
some people do, man. <laughs> I have to say, I've been very worried about coming on here and talking about this film. <laughs> oh, why? Because I, I was surprised that you guys asked me to come on for these two being a heterosexual woman. You guys had me on for <laughs> these two movies, right? And I was like, I don't want to go on there and be like shitting all over the gay holiday film. You know, the only two person. we have. <laughs> we only have two, Erica. <laughs> but I have. They're not much, but they're ours. <laughs> and I agree. And that's what I kept saying to my husband, Justin, for the listeners. Because uh, he felt the same way I did when watch- he watched this with me. And obviously, it's awesome to have a movie where the two gay characters that is not the central plot that they're coming out to their family and all that ensues with that that's great and that's probably the best aspect of this film for me um (laughs) to me this movie reads a lot like a hallmark movie it's got a lot of hallmark movie vibes and especially the first like 20 minutes of this movie i was like there is a lot going on because it was like scene after scene after scene and it just cuts to all these things going on and just cramming shit in like within the first 20 minutes and I'm like what yeah Erica we gotta get to the family we gotta get to and, the family part we gotta get all yeah. these details out of the way I know and it, it, so that was my first impression and and then of course I'm texting John telling him I've watched this and John's like oh I'm so excited I can't wait for to talk about this movie and I'm just like oh man I'm gonna ruin this for him <laughs> so I'm, I'm just prefacing anything I have to say with that that I do think it is a great film for what it is but it's not a film for me <laughs> that's it's, all um I mean, I agree. I, I agree with you. It's very Hallmark. It's very, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fluff. It's, it, there's nothing really, it's not like happiest holiday or whatever that other movie was called. Susan, <laughs> you picked it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It doesn't mean I have to know what it's called. Um, kind of. It had to come out of your mouth. The well, first I think, time. I think, I think. This is, I don't know, because me, me and me and Ashley have talked about this on the podcast many times. Like the, the gay films or gay characters in things, we always have to have something tragic. Like it's never just yeah, happy yeah. and lovely and wonderful. There's always something. And with this one, I think <laughs> it's an example of like, well, nothing really went wrong per se like it was just everything was smooth sailing everybody he's gay everybody's gay it's fine everybody's fine with it uh-huh. I, so that was you know what i mean it's like well there really isn't any conflict at all well really the biggest conflict in this movie is that this family can't let this man live like, why <laughs> yeah. does he have to be in a relationship like why are they so obsessed with him being in a relationship i mean they clap when they kiss yeah. They clap. A room full of people clap. It, I mean, it's absurd. Like, can he just live his life? <laughs> like, can he just live? So, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I gotcha. I get you. And I do think it is kind of silly. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, well, okay. Hold on before, (laughs) before any of that, let's back up a little bit. So, um, I'm going to go through some of my notes here. So first of all, I love Kathy. I love Kathy and Jimmy. I adore her. I was so happy she was in this movie. I'm always happy when she's in a movie. Like, I don't care what it is. Uh, Like, so just her being in the movie was happy for me. Like, it's just like step up three or whichever one she was in where she got to be Moose's mom. It's like, are you kidding me? Moose's mom is Kathy and Jimmy. That's just perfect for me. So having her in the movie, that's already a plus. Then her sister is played by Jennifer Coolidge. And I'm sorry, but that's just fucking cool. (laughs) This is just fantastic. And it's funny because, um, and I'm going to skip ahead on my notes here a little bit, but Jennifer has a speech (laughs) when the um, Schitt's Creek character, (laughs) lady, actress, what's her name? (laughs) Jennifer Roberts. She plays Lisa. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. she plays Lisa. Is that her? Yeah, Lisa is her character name, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so Lisa says, you know, hey, because they're trying to get the the two together, the the two main characters, the gays. Um, So they're trying to get them to hang out more together to realize that they love each other. And she suggests to Jennifer Coolidge, like, hey, why don't you have them help you with your pageant that she's working on, which the pageant, the whole pageant thing was just fantastic. But she has this- <laughs> Jesus H Christ. <laughs> but she she has this little speech that she gives about gays and she's like, you know, the gays they they always know how to do everything and they always love me. I don't know why, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking loved it because it like it's absolutely true. In fact, there is like a little I don't know, like behind the scenes or what do you call it? Promo? What do you call that? Like a little, what do you call that? Like an interview? A featurette maybe? Sure. Like where they're trying to advertise like, hey, we made this movie. And it's Kathy and Jennifer basically like talking about how, you know, it's like every gay man's dream to have these two characters or these two women in this movie because Mm -hmm. gay people love them so much. (laughs) and they get to be in this gay holiday movie and it's like it's kind of true like i don't think i would have liked this as much if they weren't in it like if they hadn't been in it it just would have been an obnoxious kind of because yeah one of my issues with the movie and most movies like this is all these gay men are attractive like give me a fucking break nobody actually I mean, it's just so stupid. It's like, if you have a single gay man that you're so concerned about him being single and never has a boyfriend to bring home, you would think that he would look more like me or something. Like, you know, he's kind of pudgy and doesn't keep himself very well or whatever. But this guy's very attractive. It's like, give me a break. And then, of course, his roommate is this ridiculously attractive man. And then, of course, they can run into the other gay man in the whole scenario. And he's, of course, a hot, attractive gay man. It's like, <laughs> it's like give me a break. Like, <laughs> first of all, the main character would have, you know, been more just normal looking in, if this was real life. And the person that Kathy would have introduced him to would have been another guy like that. Like, 
I don't know. It just didn't. It, it's always like that. These movies. It drives me nuts. Then again, well, I, I like to believe seeing... in the beginning. He talks about like working hard and sprucing up and like whatever. Uh, Michael Yuri's character doesn't he? He talks about like all the different things he's been doing, like stuff with his skin or something. Am I mixing up? Does the he? Movies? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember scene? that. <laughs> I don't remember that. But yeah, so your 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 gripe is always not enough penis. Oh well, for too, sure there should have been many, penis and in too movie. many hot dudes. Yeah, <laughs> too many hot. Too many, too many hot, hot dudes, dudes but not enough dick too many unrealistic hot dudes unrealistic yes that's my thing i mean like i said in this scenario if this was real life if kathy and jimmy was trying to set up her gay son it, this none of this would have looked this way well, it's just well, stupid maybe well, I mean, that's the magic of the holiday season john <laughs> everybody's attractive for the holidays yeah everyone's maybe hot. that's why they're so obsessed with his love life because he's so hot it doesn't make well, sense i mean that kind of makes sense to me too though it, like for them to be so upset that their son doesn't have somebody it's like because he's not just because he's attractive but he's just a good person and they want to see him with somebody i guess yeah and that is fair life. and i uh, that is fair i just think they went a little over over the top that oh, theme yes. throughout this whole movie like that's generally the whole plot yeah is the entire family is involved with trying to get this guy either with the new guy that she set him up on a blind date with or with nick his roommate and best friend mm-hmm. every character that is their focus except for jennifer coolidge yeah, Jennifer doesn't Why she's shit. probably <laughs> the most fun in this movie. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's also, I, I don't know about for you dudes, but I do think it's um, a bit relatable. Granted, it's just the one thing about him not dating somebody. Uh, but, like, the worst part about, like, seeing all your family for the holidays is being asked questions, for me, anyway. Yeah. It's usually, like, the same ones over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, like, some families, You get those when you're in relationships, too, though. So right. Really like, when you're having a matter. kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's still, like, like, you know, maybe you want to talk about something else. Yeah. They, like, maybe why are they holding on to this one small piece of who you are? Right. <laughs> exactly but, so, like, yeah. i mean because it's, it's bit, like you said they're, like, they're trying to build this character as this great wonderful lovable person surely there's other things they can talk about <laughs> other than what's happening to him romantically right oh yeah it is and i really strange. hate one of the scenes with kathy and jimmy unfortunately where um she asked him why are you avoiding love and he's actively dating like she knows that yeah and asked him that that was kind of like a very bizarre thing to ask him because it's kind of mean did she ask it in in reference to him not uh speaking out about his feelings for his uh no, she said it no like when he was trying not to go on the blind date uh yeah yeah which was that was yeah she did save it a little bit by not knowing how to pull up facebook so that was funny um (laughs) she saved it a bit there um (laughs) 
I just, I, I have to say though, even though, you know, they're obnoxious or whatever, I love the whole family and I think they're all great. I like um, the dad. Oh yeah. I love the dad. He's, he's, uh, he's that dude from a uh, news radio, right? Sure. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I do. What is his yeah. name? Boss, 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 Barry, Bo- Barry, Barry Boswick. Boswick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fantastic. I, I do like him. Um, oh yeah. So in my notes, I, after Jennifer Coolidge, I wrote always fit, sexy gaze. And then I roll my eyes. Uh, <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. Okay. I have to say there was a scene where, um, he's trying on like ski stuff to go on this second date with the dude, um, that his mom set him up with and his best friend comes out of the shower in a towel and of course he's just ridiculous and looks fantastic and like michael when he checks him out when he goes yeah he checks him out and all i could think was like um you live with this person you live with him there is no way you've never seen him without a shirt on yeah there's no way well i think it's the towel he's wet and has a towel on well he had to have seen that at some point too i mean they live in a party wants to see it again I know, John. I mean, John, like you, like you would just get used to that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would look at it every <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> like, yes, take off the towel. He should have just been naked. I don't know why he wasn't naked. Uh, in fact, they all should have been naked. At least part of this movie. <laughs> well, that's another thing that's kind of funny is not to stereotype the gays, but I was shocked that that him and the blind date didn't hook up at all in this movie. Um, (laughs) Not just because I would like to see it, but I feel like it's a little, I mean, maybe that is stereotyping. I don't know, but I feel like if it was me, Mm -hmm. I would have done it real quick, like on the first date, but that's maybe just me. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a hallmark. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's just, it's keeping with the vibe of a Hallmark movie. To not, not going to have lots of sex scenes going on. I mean, yeah, true. Just a bunch of just a bunch of hookups. Yeah, which is what it would have like, been. He would have gotten on his grinder immediately to check out who's <laughs> in the area. Um, I also had to Google FOMO because I had no idea what that was, and I was like, "You're missing out." <laughs> I was like, what do they keep saying? And then he said he was a FOMO sexual. And I was like, I don't understand what this is. And this is the second time <laughs> I've seen this movie. I didn't do it the first time because I just figured it was something I just didn't know and I didn't care. You just ignored it. I just ignored it. <laughs> this time I was like, I'm going to have to Google this because I don't know what it is. <laughs> then I found out what it was and I was like, really? Is this a thing? And people just know about this and they talk about it? I didn't know. I think I first uh, saw it in Broad City. They had an episode about FOMO. They oh, I've never FOMO. seen Broad City. That's why. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's my problem. I don't. I don't know that it invented FOMO, but I do think it popularized the the, the term. The term. Oh well. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then I have my note about Jennifer's speech. So I already told you about that. Uh, da, 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 da. <gasps> I don't know what the heck that is because I can't read my writing, but um, I do want to say that I 
purchased Whitney Houston's Christmas album specifically after I saw this movie <laughs> because I oh, want yeah, to hear joy to the world. About it, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to hear that really bad now. I mean, obviously I could just pull it up on Spotify. I'm sure. But it's like, no, I want to own that song and play it on. Vinyl. It. I think yeah. it was in the movie too, right? It was in the montage. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I, my note. The way that uh, James said yes to being a model was, I didn't like it. I thought it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yes, of course. Like, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> so we're, we're that guy. Super excited about being attractive. Um, <laughs> I think he was just having a good time. <laughs> No, he's I, confident, I man. Yeah, well, yeah, he's allowed like to be it. confident and not like a butthole, you know. But he kind of was you know, a butthole. You think, you think he it. walks into the know. world and doesn't know he's hot? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously now I know he he definitely thinks he's hot. I he uh, knows he's hot. Dude, and that's oh, I'm sorry, okay. He, he can think he's hot. Yeah, yeah, that's a I good guess. thing. You need to start thinking that about yourself, man. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Not at all. Um, <laughs> not in the least. Um, I mean, but I would say yes to being a model for sure. Uh, why not? Photograph me. That's fine. So, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> See? But That's I wouldn't be thing. like that about it. I'd be like, uh, yes, of course. I've like, been waiting for this moment my whole life. Time. <laughs> I would politely say, yes, I would love to model for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, which I have said that before. I've I've been asked to be photographed and I have let them photograph me. So there you go. Um, anyway, I don't know what else to say. I've ended my list. Do you want do you want me to give you my negative notes or do we just want to ignore them? <laughs> Wait, no, I'm, you can, I'm all for it. No, absolutely. I, I love it. Give me the drama. Um well, on the positive, I love that, what's his name, Michael Yuri, is that his name? Sure. Um, that his character loves plants. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot I thought about that. I thought that was really cute. Um, you know, him spraying them down and talking to them. And then at the end, Nick, like, buys him a shop or rents him out a shop for him to move back home and be a shop owner selling plants. I thought that, that was really so expensive cute. too. It's the only street in town and it's got a great storefront. Yeah. It yeah, does. it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I really didn't like when uh, I think the character's name is Peter. Mike, Michael's character is Peter and then Nick is the roommate. Um, when he's trying to get him to go home with him and put on this ruse that he's his boyfriend. Um, he weirdly brings up uh, that he doesn't want Nick to have to stay home uh, alone on Christmas after the loss of his mother. He like guilts him with this line and it was very odd because he says it kind of quick and then they just kind of move on. I was like, that was a, it was a really like selfish move because he obviously he was doing it to get him to come with him it wasn't like a genuine concern um 
And uh, what else do I have? Oh, I also want to know why in this movie is the only black man in this movie, Nick, constantly being put to work. He is being put to work in scene after scene in this movie. And I get that he's the task rabbit, which they talk about nonstop. <laughs> that he's a task rabbit in this movie. But he is constantly working. He's fixing plumbing as soon as he shows up to the family's house. He's doing Christmas lights. He's wrapping gifts. He's building sets. He's modeling. He's doing all this stuff constantly. Why is this black character being treated like this? Like he's there to work on his vacation. I think that the task rabbit thing was a um a bit of a poor attempt to show that he's like marriage material. You know, yeah. like uh-huh. You can fix anything, like do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but really he's just he's on holiday doing not doing these jobs yeah, so we let this man relax <laughs> yeah it is weird that he kept yeah, taking he, the jobs yeah, yeah but like even 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 the uh, jennifer coolidge for the for the play she was like let's get the gays nick will do it nick will do it yeah um, like the task rabbit actual jobs for task rabbit don't bother me getting paid for those yeah it's all the other things that people are tacking on for him to do and yeah, of course, true. like like we said, to show him as this skilled person, and it's also to show that he's like kind and you know willing to just be there for all these people that he barely knows. Right. But it's just it's a little much. Um, I also didn't like that they swapped out Kathy and Jimmy's tree with a real tree. That bothered me. It was that yeah. Was mean liked her fake tree i thought it was, it was fine i know i'd be really yeah, upset if someone swapped my tree yeah I especially for the reasons that she said uh, tree the reasons that she gave for not wanting the real tree are totally legitimate that's the reason yeah. i would never want one like absolutely yeah. not yeah. i'm not cleaning up all those like, damn needles and what do you yeah, do with it afterwards ew yeah my parents just leave theirs up it's been up for years now just in the living room <laughs> I mean, I have I'm not even kidding. Decorations have been up for yeah. years. Just the tree. She puts the other decorations away, but leaves the tree there. Yeah, and I think it's hysterical. Is I'm it like, also barren of uh, ornaments? Yes, she takes those off. Perfect. Yeah, it's just there. Perfect. <laughs> just the tree. <laughs> just the tree. Well, she goes she, through the work of dressing and undressing it, but not through the work of bringing it inside and taking yeah. it outside well she right. used to leave it for stanley because stanley would yeah. run his back on it like he'd walk underneath it in a circle to scratch mm-hmm. his back um she had to take it down eventually though because the he <laughs> he started having issues with his legs and walk whatever it's tragic uh he passed away um oh. <laughs> not because of that but it didn't help because um, of the christmas tree <laughs> kind of <laughs> like he scratched his his back so bad that he couldn't walk on his back legs like he was rubbing his spine i didn't realize that was why yeah but then he found other ways to do it anyway so it's like he was just oh oh my i don't know he was just (laughs) he had an itch he was poor thing anyway i don't want to talk about that so (laughs) 
Poor <laughs> Stanley. Yeah, let's, um, let's get back to the movie. So I, um, I also, even though I think this movie ended really well with the shop and all that, and uh, spoiler alert, Nick and Peter get together at the end. Um, I, I think they could have done better with developing their friendship because I, I didn't feel invested at all in these two people having a relationship because they didn't really talk about how it wasn't really until like halfway or maybe three quarters of the way into the movie that they actually started talking about how they knew each other when they talk about how they both walked into the gym and they overheard how a family got a family discount with the gym and they just didn't know each other and just fell into these roles pretending to be a family so they could get a discount that was a really cute story yeah and it was something they should have said towards the beginning so you kind of get an idea of how this friendship started and how close they are and all that because you know I didn't really care if they got together personally because I was like you're hardly they're hardly in any scenes together and then when they are it's mostly them talking about his blind date with the other guy so I think they could have done a little better with that too yeah Um, I would I say, think that's um, all the notes I have. But. Yeah, I really dug um, something. I did, I did dig about this uh, this feature in particular is that whenever we see um, queer people, but particularly queer men, like in romantic relationships in film, it doesn't always. It sometimes it can like feel a bit clunky, like like whoever was filming, like I don't like I don't know like it's just it doesn't seem as natural you know because it's not like necessarily a cut and paste like situation and I and I really dug how any sort of flirting uh just seemed incredibly natural uh Mm -hmm. with all the all the male characters and I really really dug that I'd also like to to say my um Barry Boswick uh, not a news radio. I know neither of you watch news radio, <laughs> but he was in Spin City, which I assume nobody else watched, but I did. <laughs> Just wanted to Spin correct City, no. earlier. I don't think so. Was that Michael J. Fox? Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Michael J. Fox. I just, I, I, I remember the show. I just never saw it. Yeah. Um, I didn't like that uh, Nick had those earrings they were ugly and I don't know why he had them. <laughs> Write him a note. <laughs> Write him a note. I don't like your earrings. Take them out. Take them out. Um, that was stupid. <laughs> I don't know why that was. <laughs> Just kept bothering me throughout the whole thing. Like, why does he have those ugly ass earrings? Any other final thoughts? Um, uh, the singer in the bar at the end of the movie is Kathy and Jimmy's a husband in real life oh yes oh, and i dug him and i dug his yeah that was song. funny that was funny yep. right on yeah rating um you got six this. six toes i'm gonna say five i'm gonna do a 5.5 again i feel the same mm. cool it's not going to hell that's good uh <laughs> Oh, you gay movie um well yeah anyway this was nice it was lovely lovely holiday moment from us to you to you and yours 
thank you everyone for joining us on this holiday season. Um, oh, is that the name of the movie? Holiday season. Happiest season. Oh, happy season. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I mad about it? <laughs> I don't know. You are very, very mad that I don't know the name of that damn movie. It's just um, weird. Well, I think I keep getting messed up because I keep thinking of Andy Williams. It's the holiday season. So hoop-dee-doo and a dickery duck. Don't forget to hang up your suckers just exactly at 12 o'clock. Here we go. Get now. Oh, yeah. We're never going to be able to air that. <laughs> oh, hey. Say goodbye to <laughs> to any sort of monetization. It was thirty. It was thirty seconds. It was fine. It was thirty it's seconds. Way too long. No, it wasn't. Um. Oh yeah. You've got so seven seconds. Seven seconds. They they, they ding you. Yeah. No, thirty seconds. You get thirty seconds. You get thirty. That's for so sampling. Long. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, besides the fact well, that I sang it myself, so I I really don't think anybody's gonna want that. So I don't think. <laughs> Like anybody's gonna want to. Nobody wants credit for. Nobody that. wants ad- to admit that that was their song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, and we wanted to um, especially thank Erica for uh, being on this holiday episode with us. Yeah. Or thank you, Erica, for joining us on thank a queer episode. Yeah, so, we've uh, been. What? I said thanks for joining us on our queer episode. Oh yeah. yes, but, I mean yeah. all all of episodes are queer episodes. So <laughs> that's true. They're all thanks queer. for joining the queerest of the queer. I'm not going to sing that one. So um, is that a song? Yeah, it's queer it. by Garbage. Anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, who cares? I, I know we're not talking about the movie anymore, but I am surprised that John didn't bring up the fact that Michael uh, spotted that. Jennifer Coolidge's speech was a Madonna speech for one of her tours. Oh yes, it was from Truth or Dare, word for word. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. There was something else they mentioned too that I was like, he specifically, he oh crap, what was it? See, this is why I should take better notes. Because he said <laughs> he said something else, and I was like, oh, I love this guy. <laughs> he knows all the things I know. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was lovely, whatever it was. Um, yeah, it's gonna bother right me on. now. Damn it! I'm not watching it again. Um, so what? Oh, uh, reach out to us. We have social medias. We have. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm really good at this. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook at One Foot Podcast or One Foot on the Ground Podcast, and everywhere else it's going to be One Foot Podcast. You can email us at onefootpodcast at gmail.com. We are on the Twitter, we are on Instagram. That's probably where we post the most. Post and the uh, like, subscribe, uh, do some reviews, and uh, we'll see you next round. Oh, yeah. If you hated this, please tell us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to hear it. Ashley uh, loves uh, to attention, know Ashley, please. <laughs> attention ashley we hated everything about this perfect um yeah until next time dude until next time Bye. bye bye